week i'm covering a little bit of a uh, true crime again um and i'm sure if you're a uh, returning listener you also know that i do have a thing for the moment so of course when it comes to uh you know and the thing is too is they, they give you so much stuff to work with it's non-stop so um you know i even just checking up on the whole thing that we covered before with uh, utah and the whole possible uh, sex ring I just am constantly always looking for stuff with Mormons. And here we have another weird, disgusting, terrible story, unfortunately, that came from the FLDS. Uh, and real quick before we do get into this. Uh, oh, before I start getting into <laughs> the news and the info. my I'm sorry. Uh, normally, I do do these. Uh, I do try to do every other week a show by myself. And I was going to do this by myself also. But, um... I figured, screw it, why not have my Canadian co-host jump home with me? Um, <laughs> plus, really, just to keep going with the whole Mormon thing, we've covered topics before, so I was like, eh, I should really bring her on, you know? <laughs> so, uh, thank you very much for, and, it, you know, I, I kind of just was like through this, I think, on your plate last night or this morning. So, <laughs> I appreciate the fact that you're able to uh, do as much as you could and jump on with me. And uh, if the people who don't know who you are yet, besides uh, my co-host, uh, would you like to let everybody uh, know who you are and what else? Uh, what else you got going on? Thanks for having me. Of um, but yeah, I'm Teresa, <laughs> your often co-host mm -hmm. and fellow Mormon like follower. I don't know. There is so much, uh, so much stuff that they give us to look at with the Mormons and oh, yeah. the fundamentalist church, especially, obviously there is a distinction there that we'll get into, but, um, yes. yeah, I'm, I'm Teresa. I'm from Canada. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah, I also have another show with you called spiritual gangsters, which is a little bit different than this one. So it's more personalized. And we talk about like people's stories and interesting topics, sometimes like pop culture depends. Um, but yeah, it's a good time a lot of fun and uh should check it out if you haven't heard it because you might learn uh some things about people you've listened to in other podcasts too that is very true that's that's right? actually one of the reasons why i do love that show is because uh yeah, you get people who are always covering topics but like you really don't know much about them themselves you know and a lot of right. them have very interesting and inspiring stories yeah so. and it's not just podcast hosts i mean it does tend to be so often because those are often interesting people, right? Yeah, or <laughs> have, just we're already, it's just people we already know, too. Yeah, it's people we kind of <laughs> already in our circles, so it's easier to, like, talk with them. But uh, there's people who've experienced, like, other wild and interesting things on there. So, yeah, it's, like, good chats for, like, the aware and awake crowd. That's what I would I would say. Definitely. Definitely check yeah. it out. I enjoy it very much. I look forward mm -hmm. to it. It's a break from... A lot of the other deeper and harder topics to cover. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <Surely>. totally. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so now after that, I just do, uh, you know, first off, this this episode really, I'm going to be honest with you, is really just based much more on the facts. Um, this is all coming from news articles. The guy's only been arrested. He has not been convicted. So he is technically innocent until proven guilty. Um, I think he's probably guilty. That's my theory and opinion. 
you know. Um, so <laughs> most, most likely, will, yeah, most of it will just be pretty much the straight facts. Um, anything else besides that is our theorizing, our commentary, and our opinion. Mm-hmm. And uh, that is also kind of why I do want to just bring up real quick that uh, Samuel Bateman, when we get into it, uh, he is a member of the Fundamentalist Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, the FLDS. That is a little bit different than the, uh, you know, the regular F, the regular LDS, the Latter-day Saints. Um, yeah. The, really, the difference between that is at one point... Um, the, the, you know, the LDS, you know, this is another thing too. You know, I, I could go ahead and tell people I quit eating chicken. You'd have no idea. <laughs> but supposedly to them, they stopped polygamy because, you know, it's illegal and blah, blah, blah. The FLDS uh, didn't care and still do it. The Fundamentalist Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints is a religious sect of the fundamentalist Mormon denominations whose members practice polygamy. The fundamentalist uh, Mormon movement emerged in the early 20th century when its founding members were excommunicated from the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints largely because of the refusal to abandon the practice of plural marriage after it was renounced in the Second Manifesto in 1904, the FLDS Church, as a distinct group, traces its origins to the 1950s in the Short Creek community, now the twin cities of Hilldale, Utah, and Colorado City, Arizona, where the group is still based. Um, <laughs> the FLDS Church has been designated as a hate group by the Southern Poverty Law Center, citing leader Warren Jeffs. If uh, people happen to remember, uh, oh God, I always uh, always screw up the name of it. Something uh, obey and stay sweet, or stay sweet and obey, or whatever. The yeah. Jeff, yes, the Warren Jeffries, the guy that was taking people to other states and bringing people to Texas, underage kids, marrying them off. That was them, and. Basically, since he went to jail, this guy took over. Well, he claims that he's the new prophet. Yes. And I I don't know if there's anything in, because I will be showing other news things or if it's in the news stuff that I'm going to read off now. Um, But just in case I don't mention it later, I think to the point to where he had the people believe that Jeffs was dead. Yes. And that's how he took it over as well. Yeah, that either Jeff was dead or he, like, it's called translated. It's a teaching in the Mormon church that it's like God made you, like, immortal. It reminds me of, like, apotheosis. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's like God, like, took you up gotcha. to heaven, I guess. I'm assuming that's what it mm. means, yeah. You mm-hmm. went up to the spaceship that they show in their uh, Mormon cartoons. Your planet with all your wives, celestial yeah. brides. <laughs> it's, it's almost like they took... Uh, you know, like Catholicism and, you know, benefits, I guess, of certain Muslim beliefs and put them together. Yeah, it's weird. It's like Christianity, like, or Catholicism, whatever, uh, Islam, and, like, New Age, like, alien stuff all together in one religion. It's very interesting. Very eclectic, like a lot of... <laughs> like, 
white. Like a lot of magic in secret societies, actually. And then you have the Zion in there, just like a little yes. Judaism. Sprinkle yes. a Zion. And and real quick, too, if you're just coming across this channel, well, first I'd like to mention that um, I am starting to do more true crime now. So if you came across this for the true crime, there is a few things on this channel. But I'm also thinking that if you are interested in this, you might actually be interested in some of the other things that I have covered. I have covered stuff on the Mormons. But mostly it's uh, a lot of occultism, secret society and stuff. And the reason I'm bringing that up as well is because Joseph Smith was a Mason. And the Mormons and the LDS church do not deny that. Nope. So even, you know, going back into the whole eclectic thing and like how a lot of secret societies and magic is based on that. You know, I just do want to mention that uh, Mormons, Mormonism was started from Joseph Smith was amazing so you never know uh guess to get into it mm, just uh we're gonna try to do this in chronological order because there is a few interesting things you know eventually he got arrested and then <laughs> women stole the kids back that went into child protective services so Wild. Yeah, so right now I'm just going to try to start off with the first part of the story. Uh, the Salt Lake Tribune uh, covers polygamous leader Samuel Bateman had 20 wives, according to the FBI. Sexual misconduct, including underage girls, is alleged in FBI affidavit that details recordings from Bateman and other statements. Samuel Bateman first said he felt prompted to take his own teenage daughter uh, as his wife, his family told investigators in early 2019. Soon after, his wife and daughter left his home in Colorado City. According to the FBI, where Bateman had been raised as a member of the polygamous fundamentalist Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. I may just say FLDS in the going on so I don't have to keep on saying that whole thing. Uh, but the next spring, Bateman began gathering young women and then girls and then the adult wives of his male followers as his own wives. So this even shows you, I mean, you have to be a master manipulator to start, like, telling your boys, like, yo, you know, you're going to start hitting off your wife. I mean. How does that even happen? <laughs> like, I just don't even know the conversation. Yeah. How that goes down. The level of manipulation. How does that come up in conversation, right? Right. How well, do you I, bring that up? What are you just like calling your boys and be like, yo, we got to sit down and have a talk. And like, <laughs> like, I imagine? mean, do you have first like, uh, God, God told this to me. Like, yeah. I, I don't okay. know how you can convince people to uh, take your wife, you know, just because of I guess, um, you know, the way the way that they are raised in the fundamentalist church, they're, you know, taught to respect like the prophet above all. Things and even like uh, in some of the articles, they were taught taught to call him father. Mm. Everyone, his wives, his kids. Yeah, there it's was. It's gross. There was even uh, I didn't put it in. I mean, maybe I will. Maybe I'll throw it in here, but I don't think I was going to. Um, there was somebody too that I think was from the FLDS that had left that they had even interviewed, and uh, she did say she says, "Listen, I'm not trying to stick up for these women that did this stuff." She says, "But I can almost guarantee you." because of their ages too they were born into this and they have been mentally sexually abused to where they think what they're doing is okay they don't Absolutely. see anything wrong with it 
No, they think that it's like God's will, so they think it's good. Yeah, and the lady you was know? even saying herself, I could, she's like, they've been sex trafficked to themselves. So, yeah. unfortunately, when these things are done to you and you're grown up into this stuff, uh, you could really honestly believe that like everybody else is wrong and <laughs> you're actually right. So yeah, exactly. Just you're, it's all you know, right? That's your only yeah. experience in this world. Flora Jessup, a former FLDS member who escaped the religious group decades ago after abuse she went through, says the three wives are also victims to Bateman, following his orders out of fear. These women are absolute sex traffic victims, every single one of them. According to accounts detailed in a federal court document Friday. Some of the descriptions are from Bateman, the document said, drawn from recordings made by a Colorado City woman who helps members of the polygamy community and her husband, who was filming at the documentary. In one example, Bateman told the couple that Heavenly Father had instructed him in early November 2021 to give the most precious thing he has, his girl's virtue, to three of his adult male followers while he watched, according to an affidavit from Special Agent Dawn A. Martin. Martin said she listened to the audio recording of the conversation from November 2021 as Bateman drove the couple home in one of his two Bentleys. That was another thing, too. This guy was loaded. Where's that money coming from? You know, he even had pictures up in his, in his office, like, I think, glamorizing, like, uh, it had pictures, I think, of, like, yachts, planes and like mansions because it was like something that he wanted to look at every day telling him himself this will i will have this yeah like a vision board yes mm -hmm. so what was it really about was it, it about very, all that or was it about the religion very pious and holy indeed oh yeah i need i need me some bentleys and some yachts <laughs> very yeah. very christ-like that's when you know God. Yeah, that's when you know you're doing the right thing in God's eyes. You all these, you own all these material things He told you not to have to begin with. <laughs> you know, so, Bateman, uh, uh, Bateman, and the girls had sacrificed their virtue to the Lord. Martin said, noting one of the three girls he described was 12 years old at the time. God will fix their bodies and put the membrane back in their body. I've never had more confidence in doing his will. It's all out of love. Martin quoted Bateman. Whoa. That's disturbing. Wow. That's shocking. Yeah. <laughs> My face, I was like, what? Wow. I can't imagine as a 12-year-old girl. You know how many women our age wish God could do that for them? <laughs> Stop. <laughs> I'm sure this guy's looking at their thing, praying to God, can he make it bigger? So, oh, God. So, you know, not knocking one side, you know, I'm sure. Goes both ways. I'm sure, two -way yes. Two-way street, my friend. Is it two-way street? I know, I know. <laughs> That's funny, though. That's why I had to add in the men, too, you know. Uh, Oh, that's right. disturbing, though. Yeah, about a twelve-year-old, fuck. Yeah. Wow, it's disgusting. I, I, when yeah. I read that, I was just like, "Yo, like, how?" I'm sorry. I I don't honestly think, unless, oh, I mean, again, obviously going by what he's doing, he has to be, yeah. in my opinion, mentally off. 
But like, are you that mentally off to where you actually believe that? Or is that just like you being mentally off and trying to convince people? Well, one, it's one thing for him to be mentally off, but then for other people to go along with it, mm. like all the wives and the other adults that are following him, it's like, bro, we draw the line here. <laughs> like, and you, you know, and you know what? That is, I think, even a problem with the whole thing with really Mormons or especially the FLDS is that whoever's in charge is pretty much like a it's like a pope to them. Mm, it is. So it's like they already are thinking like this is like an important person. They're like uh, almost like a messiah in a sense. Yeah. Well, so if they truly believe that, they might believe anything that comes out of their mouth. I guess. And we've talked about that before on other shows like about Mormons and even other religions and cults that it's so interesting how like people really just default their will when they're confronted with authority. Oh. Like we're just like, oh, I don't know. You know better than me. And, like, all logic goes out the window. Oh, yeah. Yo, you know what? And real quick, just even with, like, stuff when it comes to, like, you know, religions or people, you know, putting other people up on pedestals. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the Muslims or whatever. Ones that I, I came across in federal prison. Yeah. You know, I guess with really with any religion, uh, but especially in prison, it's like either, like, you really don't acknowledge it or you go overboard with it so you can hang out with, like, the gang of other dudes that do. You know, really. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to be totally honest with you. Uh, you know, there was one dude, I forgot, Imam or whatever they call it. Like the head mm-hmm. of their their car. You know, the head guy inside the building that I was in that ran with the Muslims that they all looked up to was banging dudes. So. Oh. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. If you were the Imam, you would not be doing that. No. So, wow, you know what I'm getting at. <laughs> mm-hmm. You really don't know what these people are really like. No, I mean, crazy. and even put it this way: when you're living with people 24 seven in jail, um, there was still people who had no idea he was doing that. <laughs> you know, that's what I'm crazy, saying? right? Yeah. yeah, and it's not like you know, privacy <laughs> is hard to come by. I would imagine in jail, so yeah. it's like, how is this even going down without yeah. people really knowing? Yeah, so the, that's wild. The, the imam was a booty bandit. <laughs> so was uh oh what was that uh even when i was in ch- in jail just another thing too i mean how many people know that pd pablo was a booty bandit if anybody even knows who he is uh he was hanging out with the dudes doing that stuff the federal prison i, I was he, in. i think he had some good remixes in his day so i'm just saying you know things you find <laughs> out about people when you're around them 24 7 you know I and mean, people who just see videos and things on the news don't know what they're doing but back to the case hmm. uh bateman 46 has been in jail in arizona since the fbi raided his two homes in colorado city on september 13th Agents were looking for evidence of underage marriages or sexual relationships between adults and children, according to a copy of the search warrant shared with the Salt Lake City Tribune. Girls were briefly removed and then returned. The nine girls were taken into state custody the next day. Bateman has not been charged with sexual abuse, though Martin's affidavit said the FBI has probable cause to believe he and the others transported minors between Arizona and Utah, Nevada, and Nebraska to engage in illicit sexual conduct between May 2020 and November 2021. He has not responded to an email sent by the Tribune to him in jail, and his attorney has not responded 
two requests for comment. Uh, I don't know if that's a surprise. <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm sure he might answer. Uh, and that is, and just people being like emails. Yes, federal prison does allow you to get emails. So, uh, Bateman began to proclaim he was a prophet in 2019. Martin said in her affidavit, in his small offshoot of the FLDS faith, he was a prox- uh, He has approximately 50 followers and more than 20 wives, many of whom are minors, mostly under the age of 15. Most of the wives and daughters, sisters and mothers drawn from two extended polygamous families, she said. Members of the group that began following him told the Tribune that in 2019, Bateman joined a group of the FLDS people who had moved to Nebraska for work. JJ, one of the four wives of a man who began to follow Bateman, told Martin that two of her young adult daughters who were living in Nebraska, became Bateman's first plural wives. J.J. described a series of marriages that followed, the beginning in, appro- beginning in approximately May 2020 as followers moved between Nebraska and Utah. The eight girls recovered in Spokane were listed in the affidavit as wives of Bateman. The young woman who was with them when they were found, Moretta Rose Johnson also became a wife of Bateman when she was under age 18, according to the affidavit. Johnson gave birth seven months after she turned 18, indicating the baby was likely conce- conceived when she was 17, Martin noted. Johnson is accused of kidnapping in federal complaint that also accuses two other women of kidnapping. One of the two other women was arrested Thursday in Colorado City. The status of the third woman is unclear. In summer of 2022, J.J. began sharing her concerns about Bateman to the Colorado City woman known for helping the polygamy community. J.J. eventually was interviewed by Martin, the FBI agent said. J.J. described witnessing multiple occasions in 2020 when Bateman gathered followers to have sexual conduct with him or each other uh, in the group setting, the affidavit said. Uh, JJ alleged that girls were a first to made, uh, that girls were at first made to watch sex acts, but on later occasion touched Bateman. Children cannot legally consent to sex act, uh, sex acts with adults. J.J. also told Martin that Bateman described directing an adult male follower to have sex with a girl in November 2021, gathering that followers later referred to the atonement, the affidavit said. Relatives call police. Police in Colorado City began contacting law enforcement about Bateman in November 2020, Martin said in the affidavit. November 23rd, 2020, a woman called the Colorado City Marshal's Office to allege that Bateman married a girl born in 2009. What? An officer met the girl and her father, who was a follower of Bateman's at the small airport in Colorado City. The father said the stories were just rumors, she said, and the girl denied having a relationship with Bateman. The next day, a woman called the marshal's office and alleged Bateman had married one of her granddaughters, a girl born in 2011. 
what? The girl is the sister of the child the officer had spoken to the previous day. Later on, on November 24th, 2020, the grandmother called the Iron County Sheriff's Office to allege Bateman was kidnapping her grandchildren. An officer stopped Bateman, detained him, and interviewed all the adult occupants of the vehicle he was in, including the mother of the two children. The mother told sheriff's officers she was going to marry Bateman, and she and the girls were there on their own free will. A parent of each minor in the vehicle said the children were fine with Bateman. Officers contacted J.J. the day because one of her daughters was in the vehicle. J.J. said she knew her daughters was with Bateman and she was not in danger. She explained she only said that at the time because she was fearful of repercussions for the girls if she said otherwise. Again, which is sad is that maybe some of these people actually do understand that something's wrong, but by the time they wake up, they're so terrified and scared, they don't even know what to say. Yeah, are they, like, everyone they know is in this circle, and, like, who do they even go to for help if they want to leave? I mean, and that's, and again, like, I'm not giving people excuses, but even, like, I think this is a really good thing when it comes to Scientology as well. Mm-hmm. If that's been your whole life, where where are you going? Like, if you right. want to leave, where are you going? What house are you yeah. going to? Where are you staying? Do these people, because of being brought up or being in that for so long, do they even know that there is social services to help them? You know what I'm saying? So, like, these people yeah. literally think, that I just don't have another option besides dealing with this. So. Well, I think even in Scientology, I don't know if it's the same in, like, FLDS, but they're taught, like, if someone wants to, like, defect that they're, like, dead to you and you're mm-hmm. not supposed to, like, speak to them anymore. They're, like, a bad person. Yes, the Mormons, the Jehovah's do that as well. They uh, mm-hmm. they cut you off. Mm-hmm. Um, Bateman's teenage daughter was interviewed the next month for no further action by officers, by officers in Colorado City or Iron County is described by the affidavit. Around the same time, in about November or December of 2020, Bateman drove to the Colorado City couple's home and in a large SUV packed with women and girls. Martin wrote, adding that Bateman introduced everyone as his wives. The youngest was the girl born in 2011. Oh, come on. God. A year later, in November 2020-21, the Colorado City woman contacted law enforcement, and she said had recorded a conversation with Bateman and three of his wives as they described the atonement gathering. That and other recordings of recordings of Bateman and his wives were turned over to law enforcement at that time. So not too many of those have come out. So I'm wondering, uh, maybe going forward, if that's something that will come out and maybe can add to this uh, ongoing investigation. Eventually, in the summer of 2022, JJ began to confide in the women about her concerns about Bateman. The woman recorded their conversations and shared those recordings with law enforcement. Okay, I already said that. Uh, Then in early of August 2022, J.J. agreed to uh, be interviewed by Martin and shared shared, uh, what she had witnessed, what she had witnessed. In her statement, J.J. acknowledged having sex in front of minor girls. Bateman was arrested on August 28th, but not by the FBI and not based on any of the allegations described in the affidavit. The Arizona Department of uh, Public Safety pulled Bateman over near 
Flagstaff, because authorities said he was towing a box trailer with girls riding unsecured inside. He was uh, arrested and later released. That's another thing, too. There is uh, supposedly reports that, like, you actually saw the kid's fingers sticking out of the holes. Like, you saw the kid's fingers. Like, it was obvious that he was taking a horse trailer with people in it. Like, could yeah. you imagine driving down the road mm. and, like, you're seeing like that? I'd be like, 911. Like, what's going on <laughs> what in that? That's, I don't think those are horses. Right. And, like, honestly, I mean, unless, I mean, listen, me, a horse trainer, maybe you don't have to worry about it. But, like, me, I'm not going to get in the back of a, a horse trailer with a horse by myself. Like, I'm, no. not try, I'm not trying to get kicked back and forth. No. <laughs> but, honestly, not to make a joke of it, but, like, when you have 20 wives and how many children... How would you transport them anyway? You just be like, "Go, everyone in the trailer." Yeah, let's fucking go. We would have been better oh, off with the U-Haul. At least there's no holes to stick in. <laughs> or like a, a bus, right? Yeah, a coach yeah. bus. Fuck. Yeah, you know what? So, and then if you did it with a bus, odds are because of like, oh, a bus is just the look of it. Probably never would have gotten pulled over. No, definitely. they would have thought it was like something okay and official. Yeah, the the trailer was his downfall, apparently. On uh, September 13th, however, the FBI raided Bateman's two homes in Colorado City looking for evidence of underage marriages or sexual relationships between adults and children, according uh, to a copy to the copy of the search warrant shared with the Tribune. Bateman has been jailed in Arizona since then. He faces three counts of child abuse related to the girls riding in the trailer. He also faces federal charges for allegedly instructing his followers to delete the messaging app Signal from his phone after he was arrested in the traffic stop. He has not been charged with any allegations of sexual abuse. Nine girls were briefly removed from the Bateman's home on the day of the FBI raid and then returned. Uh, but they were taken into uh, state custody the next day. Eight of those nine girls were removed in Spokane on Thursdays. Their whereabouts are now unclear, which is something that we will be getting into later on because <laughs> the story hasn't ended there. <laughs> and real quick, I just want to read off. Uh, affidavit in support of probable cause. Your F affiant Dar A. Martin, a special agent with the Federal Bureau of Institute investigation fbi being duly sworn disposes and states as follows the investigation in this case as more fully detailed herein has resulted in probable cause to believe samuel i don't even know how to say his his middle name rapidly bateman yeah. <clears throat> uh, as well as his co-conspirators and aiders and abettors have engaged in the transportation of minors in interstate commerce to engage in criminal sexual activity and travel on interstate commerce to engage in illicit sexual conduct, uh, conduct with minors between May 2020 and November 2021 between Arizona, Utah, Nevada, and Nebraska. In violation of Title 18, United States Code Sections 24, 23A, and B. Not going to read off the rest of it, but as you can see. Oh, and then he is also being charged with tampering uh, with evidence and stuff uh, because of the uh, asking of the removal of signal. Mm -hmm. And uh, real quick, I'm just going to toss in this clip. Uh, this is a video clip, uh, body cam footage of when they got arrested and uh, well, they got pulled over and detained for questioning. 
So I'll play that for you right now. There's no one in the trailer. Let's get everyone out of the car. Come on out. Everyone out of the car. Come with me. I'll come. Don't yeah. touch me. Just start walking back there. Yeah. They don't need to go in handcuffs. We should get them out of here. Ma'am, just keep your hands out of your pockets for me, okay? We'll take care of you. Who else has ID? Do you guys have any other ID? Nothing? You don't have ID cards? How old are you? 14, how old are you? 11, how old are you? 12, how old are you? Like I said, when I got how old are you? How old are you? How old are you? You don't have to say or you're just following her. Okay, we'll do that as soon as our investigation is done here, okay? Why children are being transported in a vehicle, we're getting calls about uh, hands sticking out of a vehicle, out of the trailer. Um, so that is why we're contacting you guys, because it is unsafe for children to be riding in a trailer. They're not properly seat belted, and uh, we need to do an investigation and figure out what's going on, okay? Do you have any questions? Yeah, isn't that legal in Arizona? No, ma'am. Okay, so it was interesting, like a couple things that you said. So um, I think like, don't you find it weird that he was arrested on like 9-13, like September 13th? Yes. I I, I even weird. thought, um, it's even one of the clips I'm showing, and uh, I know I mentioned it to you before, I, and I'm almost positive it's another clip that I have even shown on the Mormons before. I just didn't think much of it. I thought something of it the first time. And now the second time, even the news, two news things to do with two separate Mormon things, the hour that it started at, the minutes, when you look, it's on 33 minutes on the hour. Super I find weird. that weird. So weird. Yes. I mean, coincidence, yes. matrix glitch, who the fuck knows? I just thought that was weird, the date mm -hmm. of his arrest. And also, um, I'm not sure, like in the news clip, that you are showing but the photos i've seen in the articles i have like the way the girls dress is very like handmaid's tale vibes oh for sure yeah yeah like, that is not not only the style but like the colors that yeah. they use and like it, all the girls are like in blue mm -hmm. and like shades like different hues of the same color like what is going on like <laughs> is it a uniform is it so they know it's like not jealousy like between like who has what clothes? That and I'm Maybe? I'm, I'm pro I, I would not be surprised if it also doesn't show uh, possible rank. Oh, maybe. Just like in Handmaid's yeah. Tale, I mean, there was ranks for the clothing too. And, True. And yeah. Just real quick for the listeners, um, there is plenty of uh, pictures and stuff of the people, the houses, uh, his compound that will be up on the video. So even if you have the video on right now and you're not looking like what she just said, you can see it for yourself. There will be tons of pictures up on the screen. So, yeah. 
Yeah, and if you're listening and you want to actually see all this stuff, check out the video. You'll see a lot more visuals because I will be putting stuff up on the screen just as we're talking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just thought that was odd. Um, yes. So I'm going to go into um, inside the homes that were raided. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to read some points from an article from the Salt Lake Tribune. Uh, and the title is A Look Inside Homes Raided by Federal Agents Seeking Evidence of Underage Marriages in FLDS Splinter Group. So it just goes into uh, Samuel Bateman was arrested and remains in Arizona jail, facing charges of destroying evidence and child abuse. Uh, so he had two homes that were raided. One is called the Green Home because it's green. <laughs> And uh, I'm just going to see where that starts. So inside the greenhouse, uh, this is where Bateman lived with his closest followers inside this small green home, according to those who live in their community. And if you see, like, the pictures on the screen, for those who are listening and don't have a visual, it's not very big, from what I can tell in the photos. Um, Mm. So you can imagine there are, I think, like two dozen people living in this two-bedroom house. That's a really good point because, uh, well, he does even have, I think, two of them. One's way bigger than the other, but, like, for the amount of people that are supposed yeah. to be in this, I mean. Like, how, where do you even all sleep? And there has also, to be bunk beds. when is all this sex happening? Just in front of everybody? Is that how it goes down? It's just, like, orgy time? The house? I don't know. Does, do the kids go in one room and then the adults are in that? Like, I don't yeah. get it, you know? Yeah. Anyways. So, yeah, with all those people, there isn't much privacy in those homes. No, right? Like, how do you even go to the bathroom? Honestly, I just, I can't. Um, so the first picture shows, like, a, a kind of a visionary picture of, like, a mansion. And then another framed picture says, Choose ye this day whom ye will serve. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. That's in their foyer and prayer room, which I found interesting. Um, so it says inside the green home, the foyer or prayer room includes a rendering of a 40 bedroom, multi-million dollar marble mansion. Bateman said in a YouTube video, he posted that he had a dream about building this new home on federal land, a place where he could bring the queen of England for a visit. Oh, wow. So this is just like a great picture of his mental state, honestly. And, um... Bateman and as many as two dozen others shared this two-bedroom home in Colorado City, Arizona, near the Utah state line. Maybe we want to get in touch with the queen because he thought her son might have been interested. Maybe. (laughs) He likes some of his wives. Yeah. This might be a good business deal. God, honestly. Yeah. He's like, they seem to have the same morals as me. Yeah. We could be friends. We could be besties. Right? Right? God. Uh, And um, if we get caught, she'll just... oh. She's passed already. But yeah, maybe they'll just bail us out like they did with the son. Right. We'll just pay someone to shut up. The queen would have just passed away right right before he got arrested. I think she Mm. died on like September 8th. He was arrested on the 13th. But I'm sure he had this dream for a long time. Uh, So just showing also a picture of a framed card that was on his bed after the agent spent several hours searching through the home. It's just showing that his followers referred to Bateman as father. So it's like a prayer for him Ugh. on the card. There's also a lovely framed photo of former FLDS leader Warren Jeffs in their house, who is currently serving a life sentence in, te- in Texas, as we already kind of touched on, for sexually abusing girls and taking polygamous wives. 
that's inside the greenhouse. Uh, several of Bayon's followers told the Tribune that he began telling them in 2019 that he was the new prophet and Jeffs had either died in prison or was translated, which I said before, is a teaching of the mainstream LDS church that refers to God changing a person from mortal to immortal. Uh, and Bateman told his followers that Jeffs would only speak through him. So he's the new authority, I suppose. Then he's got some kind of vision board stuff. So there's a picture in this article of a vision board tacked to the wall over a workspace in the home that displayed dreams of a lavish future life. Bateman claimed in a YouTube video that he spent $70,000 on business mentorship programs and was in communication with billionaires. Where do you, sorry, who, who can support 20 wives, I don't know how many kids, and still spend 70 grand on bullshit business courses. Where, I can barely support two children. Like, where does this happen? Where's this money coming from? I, you know, I've said it, you know, again, getting back even to the Masons. Well, one real quick, you know, and this is a thing, too, that I think, uh, Maybe, you know, people should think about it. It's a theory, just, you know, my commentary, my opinion. You know, the whole thing with even with uh, Warren Jeffs, mm. he was taking them to Texas to do a lot of weird stuff. Texas, huge base f for Masons. Yeah. Again, huge. like I had said, Joseph Smith was a Mason. When you watch that Netflix series and they're showing you them talking about Jeffs, bringing them into El Dorado, and they're showing you the sign on Netflix, Welcome to El Dorado, there's a Freemason sign next to the El Dorado sign. Yeah, I remember you showing me that. That's right. Mm -hmm. Now, the, again, this is just my theory, but is this guy maybe continuing something that dude got popped for? And mm -hmm. is he just working and answering to other people? Or is he just like trafficking his kids and wives? Yeah, or yeah, or money? he could just be yeah, or he could just be sick in the head. Which doing could his be own a thing. business inherited from his predecessors. That's what I'm getting. Yeah, or is yeah, yeah, exactly. So very weird, you know. And is it again? You're going to buy. Well, where'd you get this money from? Is there funding or money coming from somewhere else? Mm -hmm. Or is there actually a lot more going on that we don't know about that's generating so much money that that's where they're getting it from? Yeah, who you know. knows? But probable, was <laughs> a probable explanation. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know how many people joined in his FLDS joined and handed over all their stuff. Mm -hmm. But I, I, from from what I think, I think a lot of these were born into it, so they didn't have property to hand over to him to get right. rich off of. Well, and as we know, like the more the Mormons are very big on tithing, like mandatory tithing. Mm -hmm. So it's like a minimum, like ten percent, like you have to give no matter what, uh, of your income or whatever. So maybe he had that amongst his 50 followers. I guess, you know, if you're getting 10% a month from everyone's earnings, it adds up real good. <laughs> right? Yeah, I don't know. That's true. Probably a combination of a few of those possible explanations. Okay, so uh, as well in the home, there's like tons of books about religion, financial empowerment, baby names. Of course, <laughs> to name all those fucking kids. There's a picture on a whiteboard of their five-year plan with some little, like, 
it doesn't look like much of a plan to me, but they have some financial goals on this whiteboard. And another vision board was framed and hung inside the home. Uh, Bateman did accomplish his goal of having luxury cars. He was often seen around town wearing a white leather jacket, traveling in a single file. <laughs> white, white leather jacket is key. He's traveling in a single file motorcade of two Bentleys sandwiched between two Range Rovers. I really hope he had like a, a white hat too that he wore. That would be so pimp, right? Like he is like a hat. pimp. Like honestly. Oh, God. God, I don't understand though. Why do you want your wives in these like shitty ass clothes and then you want them to drive Range Who's driving the Range Rovers and the Bentleys? Him. I guess. They're not, they are not even old enough to have a license if they're all under 15. No, it's saying it's just money for him. It's just nobody else. God. Yeah. So fucking bizarre. Or his male followers, I guess. I don't know. No, I'm sure he was just using it himself. Right. Okay. So then they also had another home that was raided called the Blue House which in the photo looks very dilapidated. Yes. So you're spending all this money on cars and business courses, yet you house your huge family in a shitty house. Like Honestly, no lie. Like, I'm going to be totally honest with you. When I've gone to the Dominican Republic and gone on excursions, Mm -hmm. I mean, it's very humbling actually seeing what some parts of the Dominican Republic can look like. For sure. If you would have told me that was in DR, I would have believed it. Yeah, 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 I know what you're saying by the photo, absolutely. Yeah, Yeah. Um, so it just says, other members of Bateman's group lived in a large blue home located two blocks away from the green home, according to followers. Uh, So the house has a Zion sign over the doorway, which signifies a fervent belief and dedication to the faith. Interesting. Um it's just showing pictures of the bedrooms like ransacked after the FBI raid. So everything is like messy. Of course, there's a photo of their daily schedule. So apparently they would like get up at four 30, have prayers and personal time. Everything is scheduled like breakfast, breakfast, cleanup, morning exercise, school time, lunch, like keep people programmed, very regimented. And then everyone's supposed to be asleep by 10 30. Which reminds me very much of uh, Nexium. Mm-hmm. Keith Ranieri used to have his girls on a schedule like that. And like up at like an extreme early hour, busy, busy till like late at night and then wake up and like do it all over again. Yes. And, and I like think ex- exhaust them. I think I even have, uh, just real quick, sorry to interrupt you, but I think I do oh. even have screenshots or pictures of this too that I might be throwing up as well the whole schedule yeah but yeah very much like uh Ranieri as well mm-hmm. I even yep. think Fellowship of Friends had that as well too oh interesting you, you, you need in my opinion when you're running a cult you need to have people you can't give them much time to start thinking on their own right you need to yeah. have a schedule to constantly be telling them what they're thinking about or what mm-hmm. they're focusing on. Well, I guess having the two properties and maybe like the land uh, is quite large. I'm not sure. Like the homes don't look like much, but maybe they have a lot of property to take care of because a lot of the daily schedule is like yard work and outside chores. They might so. be very self-sufficient. Who knows? They might have like probably some stuff, sort right? of homestead or like they have animals. Like who knows? I mean, that would ha- certainly help with the grocery bills <laughs> for yeah. those people. Some chickens and stuff. Anyways, 
Uh, also in the blue house, there's a portrait of FLDS leader Warren Jeffs hung on the wall in a common room. Other revered church leaders were on the opposite wall, including Joseph Smith, Brigham Young, Leroy S. Johnson, and Ruan Jeffs. So other prominent FLDS people. Uh, and third property that was raided by the um, authorities was called the Warehouse. So Bateman kept a small warehouse in Colorado City where he spent time and women worked call center type jobs. Like call center for what? It doesn't say, hmm. but maybe, maybe we could find out. Um, so that was raided on September 13th. Inside the warehouse, uh, there was a receipt for property, uh, which federal authorities had seized computers, a hard drive, Bateman's birth certificate, and handwritten notes and journals. They also took two adult toys from the warehouse. Several cell phones, according to the document. And I was like, oh, is the sex happening at the warehouse? Not in the crowd, not in the crowded greenhouse. <laughs> Maybe that's for lunch break or uh, Right. For the women pick, take, take... He pick he, he picks a wife and brings it to the office. Like, I don't know, I don't get it. Anyways, there's also a picture of a whiteboard with a little love note that says, Father dear, I heart you, I need you. Obviously written by somebody to him uh there's also a photo in this article of his favorite drinks so he's got a maca shake he wants a spinach smoothie a bulletproof coffee and some other sort of yerba mate drink every day he needs this four times five times a day says 7 a.m 10 a.m 12 p.m 3 p.m and 4 p.m father wishes that all of his drinks are on time so one of the followers or women had to make him this stuff and deliver it. Sounds like uh, the Devil Wars Prada. She needed her drinks like <laughs> Sounds crazy that his father. Father. Yeah. Father wishes all his drinks are on time. Is uh, on the instructions. Uh, there's also uh, positive affirmation notes um, and tasks to complete, like a to-do list was just like inside the warehouse. And that's pretty much it for the details of what was raided. Another thing I wanted to like quickly mention, I don't want to spend too much time on it, but um, just some of the things that like his wives had written. Sure. That's <laughs> yeah, because I think it just shows you the mindset. The men- of people. Yeah, yeah, the mindset of the women. So this is also from the Salt Lake Tribune, and uh, the title is "With Their Polygamous Prophet in Jail." His followers wrote these questions to ask Samuel Bateman. Uh, So members of the offshoot group uh, allowed a photographer to document their notes that they hoped he would read and answer at a later time. This one just really got me. I was like, oh, my God. It says, is it possible for us, your wives, to ever have enough gratitude in our hearts for you and what you have done for us? That's real manipulation. What the fuck? That's horrible. I can barely appreciate one husband and I'm one wife. Like, how does that work in your mind as a woman or anyone? Like, sharing, like, I I just don't understand. I don't get it. I don't don't get it at all. Um, So that's one of the notes. Uh, Another one says, we want to come with you everywhere you go. How do you feel about it? Uh, this is weird. It's weird. 
some of them are just like random, like weird questions. Like what is the most encouraging experience in your life so far? Like, don't, don't you already know like all about him or not really? Right. Does he not have to, doesn't have time to talk to each wife. Like maybe they don't actually know him like all that well. Um, here's a, here's another That's great a one. Point, actually. <laughs> what is it that make you love each one of us as your wife to the point we know you love us all the same and there is no favoritism? That's a pretty serious question right there. <laughs> Just like this one, maybe she's thinking a little bit more. I was like, yeah, maybe she hasn't. <laughs> she only drank two thirds of the cup of Kool-Aid. God. How do you know when a heavenly being is close by your side? Interesting. Yeah. Um, here's another one, a three-parter. When you were young, were you curious about the work? I'm assuming that's his, like, heavenly mission. I don't know. Did you always have a desire to do right and to be obedient? Were you a question-asking person? Like, is this like a get-to-know-you game? Like, I don't understand. Again, like, you know, I'm sure this is just the way they worded it, but, like, in my, my mind, already thinking of occultism because of the Masons, I mean, mm -hmm. that's what you, doing the work. I mean, everybody uses that as a phrase. That's are you, true. Are you right. actually doing what you're supposed to be doing if you're aspiring to be a magician? It's called the work. Some people, Crowley, the great work. Yeah, but right. I'm sure it, it may have nothing to do with that, but, like, that no, just pops probably. into my head, you know? Yeah, no, that's that's right. I'll just read two more. There's a bunch more. Okay. <laughs> uh, another question was, will we ever have to do without you after this life? Mm. So she's like still hoping that they'll be reunited, I'm assuming. Maybe she's like, after I die, can I get rid of this dude? <laughs> can I get rid of you? Am I stuck? Will I be free then? <laughs> maybe. You're going to torment my soul too after the fact. Oh, God. Maybe. Okay, here's the last one. When did you learn that your course was pleasing to God? See, then again, like even that question, you would think if you know the dude enough. I mean, you would think even after he gets up on his pulpit and preaches his stuff, like you'd know some of these questions. Right? It feels yeah. like they don't know him that well. Well, probably not because he's just like, I want that. And they, he just gets it. And he, they right. may not even really know him. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. That's, Anyways. That's actually really good. Yeah, those questions are actually pretty, uh, pretty interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. As a female, I'm just like very disturbed reading that, honestly. I'm yeah. Like, oh. like you said, at least and two or three of those questions, it's like you don't even know the dude. Yeah. And like just um, I'm imagining, you know, if most of them were posed by the younger wives, like the 15 and under, like, I don't know. I feel like sad, you know, because it's just like there's still a level of innocence there, maybe in their character. You know, it's you know, like then again, those... na naive, like a, na a naivete kind of thing. Those questions I also could see making sense from someone very young. Right. Yeah. It's like really sad, yeah. honestly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. I guess we'll uh, get to the, the ending part. And if uh, this hasn't sounded any weirder, I'm going to play <laughs> this news clip. And uh, Oh, God. Yeah, the saga continues. Samuel Bateman and three of his wives are now facing a grand jury indictment for their alleged roles in the kidnapping of eight underage girls in the Department of Child Safety's care. Kids 11 to 16 years old said to be part of the FLDS Church, a polygamous group with Bateman as the alleged leader. 
They were taken into state custody after Bateman's Colorado City compound was raided back in September. Bateman was arrested. Originally, his three wives, 24-year-olds Naomi Beisline, Donna Barlow, and 19-year-old Moretta Johnson, were named as suspects. But investigators say they learned that Bateman was speaking with the women the entire time while at the Florence Correctional Facility. Authorities obtaining video calls showing Bateman talking with his wives and the missing girls numerous times. At one point, asking them if they were in Arizona, which they said they were not. Officials say the three wives were eventually caught with the eight girls. On Thursday, Biceline and Barlow pleaded not guilty in federal court to the charges against them, including kidnapping. So as you can, uh, as you saw there that uh, these women, even though regardless of what they went through, were crazy enough to go steal the kids back. And on a news article, real quick, I'll just read, uh, read it off, even though I just showed you that. On the Sunday after Thanksgiving, eight girls under the care of Arizona child welfare, uh, welfare officials disappeared from group homes near Phoenix. By Thursday of that week, they were back in custody, and two young women had been arrested, accused of kidnapping them with a third woman who was arrested the next day. All 11 women and girls had been taken as wives, the FBI alleges, by self-proclaimed prophet Samuel Bateman as he led a small offshoot of the polygamous fundamentalist church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Uh, on November 27th, Arizona law enforcement authorities listed eight of the nine girls taken, into, uh, taken from Colorado City as missing juveniles, according to police reports. Four days later, court documents said a Spokane uh, County Sheriff's deputy found all eight girls outside an Airbnb in Spokane, Washington, in a vehicle driven by a 19-year-old woman. Also on Thursday, a 24-year-old woman was arrested in Colorado City. The FBI described both of the women as wives of Bateman. Federal court records show a third woman described by the FBI as a young adult, was arrested the next day. The story behind the girl's disappearance. The affidavit also revealed that Bateman, through video calls from behind bars, and yes, you can do video calls. I think some of them actually use Skype. I was going to ask ask you that. Like, Can you make video calls from jail? Um, As far as I know, unless anything's changed in the feds, you can't. But uh, again, when I was arrested... For my federal charge, because, uh, again, it was my charge dealt with the mail that made it federal. I had mailed something to Nebraska, so technically my case was in Nebraska. So when I got arrested and detained, I was I had to do all that in Nebraska. Now, uh, you don't, I wasn't sent straight to a federal place. So I was held over in a county jail in the, Iowa, I think it was. And mm-hmm. they did have, uh, you could get video. Uh, actually, that was the only way you were getting a visit, was through video, actually. Oh, interesting. Yeah, and I think it's more of uh, county jails tend to be a hell of a lot more uh, strict and with security. Really? Believe it or not, than, you know, than a low or maybe even a medium, uh, you know, penitentiary. No, prison. Penitentiary is totally different. But, you know, a a medium and a low jail will have, uh, you know, more restrictions and the county jail is pretty much based on 
if you're in like a medium or a high. Hmm. So yeah, your visits uh, some places will do videos just so you can't even be around the person and get drugs passed on to them or whatever. Right. But can you just like request that? Because it sounds like he's making a lot of video calls. Yes. Like, yes. Like whenever he wants. Yes. I think you actually have to, uh, I don't remember correctly, but I think you actually have to put in the request yourself too. But uh, to keep going, yes, he was doing uh, video calls from behind bars, uh, had been keeping in touch with the girls who disappeared from group homes and the young adult wives as they traveled in groups to multiple states. Uh, so, yeah, just real quick, I just wanted to show that, too, and the fact that, uh, you know, he, <laughs> these three women even went and took these kids back. So, like... You know, it's two things. Neither, like I said before, is this some kind of organized thing going on? Are they involved? Or are they actually just so brainwashed? They actually believed that what was going on was the right thing to do and they needed to save them. Yeah, I honestly think it's probably that. The latter, right, unfortunately. The latter. Yeah, I think, too, in an article I had read briefly about um, what happened to the girls after his arrest, um, it seems like the older wives and children were influencing the younger ones about what to say and not to say certain things. Because, you know, I guess they assume that they understand he'll be in trouble. And there was a quote from him saying something like he wanted them to, like, all be together. It was, like, stressing him out that they were, like, all yes. separated. And then yeah. he's like, I really need you guys to, like, be together. For me, for my, like, mental, like, sanity. Well, you know, again, I even think that was the whole thing. Separated, you may start to run your mouth. Mm. Together, one's going to be watching the other one. Right. The older ones, shh, don't say nothing. Right. Well, and then the older ones can kind of control the control. So I honestly yeah. think this dude understood that they need to be together or separately, they may start to fall and run their mouths. Mm -hmm. That's my theory. My opinion. Yeah. Well, it makes sense because I think one of the younger ones, even like she confessed about sexual abuse when she was in the group home situation, the child protective services yes. situation. There was even one that said, I'm not allowed to talk to you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it said uh, in another article that the girls were very uncooperative in general yeah. in talking about anything. Yeah. Well, there was even stuff that, like, I edited out of, like, that arrest where you can tell, like, you know, they didn't want to be touched. They were didn't want to hand over their phones at first, which which I actually thought was, was actually, I had no idea. I had wondered if, you know, you could just easily do this on purpose. The cop had said, believe it or not, it's a new law that's passed that if there's 18 officers involved in an investigation, you cannot record it with your phone now. So, like, all you need to do is just, oh, there's 18 of us here now. Shut off your phones and you have to hand them over. Wow. <laughs> like, you could just purposely make sure you have enough there just to keep saying yeah. that every time you want. If you're like, oh, well, that's the yeah. rule, right? Yeah. yeah. You get on wow. the radio, just send, like, five more cars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They'll make it. Yeah, I, I got to put these people's phones away. <laughs> yeah. It's so funny. Actually, sorry, I found the quote that he said. Uh, so he's on a video call and then he tells the wives to get that girl and that they need to be with her, explaining how it puts pressure on him when they are scattered and that he needs everyone to be together. Mm. Puts pressure. 
It's an odd choice of words. So yeah. probably like you were saying. Yes. It makes them nervous. <laughs> I think so. Wow. So I, I wild. Thought, yeah, I thought yeah, wild, exactly. I thought this was <laughs> a very wild story. Um I mean it, the first part of it's wild enough. And then the fact that they, you know, break take the kids back, I was just like, Oh, I gotta cover yeah. this. This isn't, you know, wild. And and I'm sure well, I'm hoping. You know, more of this will come out. And if it does, you know, I'm sure we'll continue to uh, cover this interesting uh, crime story here. Because it is yeah. truly, truly bizarre. And, and again, like I said, unfortunately, whenever the Mormons make the news for something that isn't positive, it is normally bizarre. <laughs> I actually tell you the truth, I've never came across a positive one. Maybe there is, but... You know, <laughs> it's always something very weird going on with them. And I have mentioned it before on this channel, and maybe if I start covering enough of it, people will it will sink into their heads. Don't sleep on these people. There is something up. Yeah. They own the fifth largest private property in the United States. They own the most property in Florida. Um, I hate to say it for you, People who love orange juice, there's a good chance you're drinking theirs because they own the largest orange juice fields in Florida. <laughs> so, yeah, you got a lot of politicians for some reason thinking Florida is the place to be. Mm. Very weird. Very weird. Yeah. And funneling all like Canada, well, Ontario, for sure, from my experience, has lost a lot of prominent people to Florida and Texas. All our best minds are leaving. Yes. We're going to join ranks. And again, like we said, words. there was ties to Texas with uh, mm -hmm. Warren Jeffs. Uh, yeah. And again, huge, huge place for the the Masons. And uh, I can't remember correctly, but I even think when we covered Quetzalcoatl, there was a lot of them close to uh, the border for Mexico and Canada. So if I remember correctly, I do yes. think, you know, coincidentally, a lot of these lodges were right near borders. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure there was a bunch in uh, in Texas or at some great point. For, great for trafficking of things, yes. things and people. And, and, and when you're a part of the Order of Quetzalcoatl and you have uh, vans that are used for transporting Shriner children, again, who's going to think about pulling that over? Right. Just theories and ideas. But mm -hmm. I think uh, that's enough of that. I, I did think this was going to be a short, like, 30 to 45 minutes. Uh, it's, an, it's a regular episode. And honestly, like, unless, like, I speed read this stuff and just kind of skimmed over it, I think, you know, just it's going to be this long anyway. So, uh, yeah, I thought very interesting, disturbing uh, crime that we will uh, keep covering as long as more stuff comes out. Uh, and if anybody else knows anything about this stuff that was not covered, uh, wherever you're listening or watching this, if you can comment and add, um, I'd preferably ask you to add uh, actual facts and not your opinions. Uh, <laughs> you know, but, uh, you know, if there's any actual facts due to this case that I did not cover, um, please add to it. Um, I'm going to say it right now, and I was looking for it even while we were doing this. For some reason, I have this thing stuck on my head that Bateman has been arrested before in the past. For something else, mm. I was trying to find it again. But for some reason, just within the amount of time and whatever, I couldn't find it. 
I could be wrong, but I think he may have actually been arrested in the past for something and nothing really happened from it. And but was almost similar to this. So it's just like, you know, did we already know this dude was a problem? Maybe beforehand. maybe to do with Jeff's yeah, something. Before. It was something, yeah, where I think like he did have he had a run in with the law prior already. Hmm. So this isn't new for him. So if anybody comes across to that, uh, comes across to that stuff, please uh, th throw the link, throw the news article, hit me up wherever. Um, because if I do cover this again, I will lo love to throw that in. Um, but yeah, that is the end of another, uh, you know, uh, true crime, weird crime, uh, disturbing crime episode on the NY Patriot Show. Um, thank you very much for joining me with this. Uh, it helped make this a lot easier for me and Honestly, it would have taken me longer to do it if I had to do this by myself. So. For sure. Thanks yeah. for having me. Yeah, and of course, like I said, I, I feel like really when it comes to the Mormons, it's just like, you know, it wouldn't be the same without you here. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's our thing now. Yes. That's so uh, thank you all for uh, hitting that play button and checking this out. Uh, again, if you are fairly new to this, and you are listening, I highly suggest YouTube and BitChute, sometimes Rumble. I still post on there, but not too often. Um, check those out for the video. The BitChute and Rumble will, especially BitChute, will definitely have more than YouTube because of censorship. So if you're listening, you do have video options. And like I was saying before in this episode, there's plenty of things I'm showing on the screen. You will be missing out on that. I don't have the time to point out all of it. You know, it'll just make this way too long. If you're watching and you don't always want to have to watch and you're fairly new, like I was saying before, I do have podcasts. All of those links are in the bottom. All major podcast hosts, this is available on it. If you're new, this is your first time and you're still listening, that's what's up. Smash that like button, smash that sub button, and pass it on. There is no commercials. There is no paywall. So the only thing I can ask for is to share it. I hope you all found this interesting and not too disturbing, even though it is. Uh, that's not the reason of these shows is to disturb people, but it is just to you know, show the stuff that's going on that even though this was in the news online, I didn't hear anything about it on the TV. Nope. So there we go. I'm just trying to put stuff out and maybe start connecting dots. You know, who knows? Mm -hmm. So until the next one, everybody be well. Later.